Uh, by the way, this is a podcast. I think it's 35 for sure. For sure. For podcast sure. 35. 30, 35. Are we about that? We're almost to 100 now. <laughs> <laughs> this is the new math. Almost to 100. Well, I think this may be a strategy on your part. Um, so I don't know of a specific scoop. What I have heard is that uh, the business model of getting people to donate money works in a period of years, um, but then it's harder to scale that. at the MIT Enterprise Forum yesterday. Oh, what? Do you have a title? I do. Actually, oh, I, have I have several titles oh, there, which I won't disclose. Oh, so God. Aren't you no. the director? No, no, no I'm not going there. But, <laughs> but we were discussing maybe we should. Who do we have today? This is You were the token um, woman, but from uh, cyberspace. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Who are you, gentlemen? Man, Sir, blockchain. Rather. Yeah. blockchain. Nano particles. No, yeah, Nano tubes. I think that was Mick Williams. We all have fun nicknames. We'll get to our guest in a minute. Mark. I'm Mark Thurman. And I'm Dave Pausner. And our guest is... Athena Kazvikis. That's cool. Good. We know nothing about you other than you were invited by Susan. It's scary, isn't we don't, it? Yeah. <laughs> we do not do Are you research. co-conspirators in anything? Um, sort of, yeah. How so? Um, well, Susan and I were in Mass Challenge together. Okay. Another so, mass challenge victim. Yes, I, I like the mass challenge model. I think it's been very beneficial. But without that model, I would never have gotten into an accelerator. Let's so let's be talk very about. Clear. Clear. Well, actually, what Athena's, Athena thought she was this the guest a, today. Athena but, Health yeah. is that yeah. word? Athena, oh, not Athena. Yeah, I wish, right? they stole that from me. <laughs> they did. They did. <laughs> Athena, what's your first. what business are you in? So so this is why I never would have gotten into an accelerator. So my business. Well, you, oh. Um, huh. Yeah. 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 You guys, this is going to be a fun podcast. Um, <laughs> I hope you guys, we let you even speak. With I our hope. businesses combined, can you imagine? I can't. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, wait a minute. Is it sort of like uh, we'll uncomfortable? See. I don't we'll go see. there. I hope that you don't guys are comfortable there. talking about breasts because oh, that's, that's right. what I do. Right. Yeah. Right, 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 yeah. So right, my business right. model, um, my right. company is a company of right. lingerie. That's right. Um, for right. women who are fuller uh, yeah. breasted and yes. smaller waisted. So uh, basically okay. the one consumer out there in apparel that no one pays any attention to. Could be our one listener. Oh, right. I see. No, no, I see. You're so we're looking at 25 consumer. million women in the yeah. United States that fall into this category. Um, and I know it sounds a little shocking to a lot of people, but in the United States, uh, breasts do go above a double D. Um, what? They go, I know. There's Marcus letters in the alphabet and they continue Look, I have three, on. I have three daughters. I mean, you know, this yeah. is like. I'm sorry, so what's yeah. the people are people. 25 million, and what's, how much do they spend a year? Um, they make up out of the $7 billion lingerie category about $1.5 billion. Oh. But that's not the impressive part. The impressive part is that they are the most valuable consumer in the market. Why? Um, so they spend 33% more on all items oh. uh, than any other consumer. So women above the, a double D. Um, because of uh, they are conscious of appearance. That is but one small part. Oh. Uh, it's because they can't go into a store and buy a bra today that actually fits them properly. So because they're not recognized today in the U.S. as a legitimate consumer, right? So right. what happened in the U.S. is that you had the regular bra market. So yeah. it's for 99 that what they yeah. thought percent of women can go into a store. And everywhere else that addresses yep. that. Yep. And then you have this other emerging category called plus size. Yep. Okay, my consumer's stuck right in the middle. 
Um, so she is a normal sized oh. band. She's a normal weight. Oh. So mm -hmm. now the, um, the but big her, man store would not, or the big woman store would not suffice. It. I exactly. feel like I have that issue with shoes. I, you got I have to transfer to men's at certain points. Oh, <laughs> exactly, yeah. So yeah. she's stuck right in the middle. Um, oh, really? And if the bra doesn't fit her band, it doesn't fit her. If it doesn't fit her cup, it doesn't fit her. So she's got to fit two measurements, and she's only getting oh. one from either category. So okay, so this is a billion-dollar market? It's a multi, $7 billion dollar yeah, market. Yeah, multi-billion, seven lingerie. billion. Yep. Holy smokes. So not they only have, they've got these on Shark Tank, uh, believe it or not, too. Really? They, they oh. have. I don't think there's – there aren't any companies doing what I'm doing. So I made a conscious effort to say – normal sized women are all set and plus size women are all set. Like they can go and They're buy served, things. Right. They're served. Um, what I made a very specific decision to do was to say, I'm not serving them. So what, uh, there are companies in, in the world that do make bras for my consumer that make a 32 G or an H. The, the problem is they make every other size bra. So what they essentially end up doing when they size and grade things, they take an A cup what yeah, they would have right, made for right, an A right, cup. Right, and right. They, they size this thing up right. for a G cup, right. and because of physics and gravity and forces, <laughs> the thing doesn't work out very well. And when that's you get true. So if you go to the big women's store, I assume there's a big woman's, there's a big men's store. There's plus store. size. There's yeah, plus, uh, plus, you can plus, go to plus, plus size. Plus. So those also are um, improperly sized. The proportions are overall incorrect for those The as cup well. may fit, yeah. um, and this is what happened in, in my early 20s. I got sized by a Victoria's Secret. I'm not scared to name drop. They're terrible. Um, you know, well, some 16-year-old there though. with a tape measure. And because the largest <laughs> bra want? they had um, was a 40 double D. Wow. So 40 is yeah, probably bigger. the size yeah. of, um, for someone like me, I'd have to be well Nick. over 200 Nick. and something pounds. Um, so <laughs> they put me in that, and um, it absolutely ruined my shoulders, my back, my neck. I was going to say that causes back issues. You have oh. no idea. Well, yeah. I don't have any idea, yeah. but... But yeah. I, okay. I do some from one of my daughters. So. Yeah, I mean, think about it this way, because we're surrounded by men, so let's get a little provocative. Think about five pounds of flesh yeah. that protrudes from your body. Would that be a G? Uh, that would be around a G cup, yeah. Okay. Okay. Think about five pounds of flesh protruding yeah. from your body um, without any support. Yeah, right. right. So not only is this, this is not solid flesh like muscle, this is fat. So this is flesh that moves around and pulls on skin and um, is not equally distributed. It's only on the front side of you. Mm. So the, it's extremely uncomfortable for my consumer to go without proper support. Um, and she is the so highest how do you do that uh, physically without tying something around your yeah, neck? Yeah, what's your solution? <laughs> well, my solution, so specifically what we're launching with, honestly, is, is a lounge bra. So um, there are some European brands that you can find a day bra in. My consumer most likely needs underwire support. So it keeps it uh, flat against the body. A nice tight band provides a lot of support. Um, that's all well and good. Those bras cost a lot of money, by the way. We're talking upwards of $80. Oh. Um, however, because of the physics or because of the... Because they're, um, it's sort of like supply and demand. They're pretty rare. Oh, and because a lot of them are European companies. So in Europe, people are like, yeah, women can be all sizes. We don't really discriminate. So mm. I buy all of my bras, my day bras from Europe. Because so statistically, half of our, our three listeners are men. Yep. Um, they don't know the typical price of a bra. Are they mm. 20 bucks? Um, not unless you're shopping at Walmart. Okay, yeah, so I get 40, Costco. Yeah, 40. You, yeah, right. <laughs> so if 40, you don't 50. have to worry about it. Yeah, 40, 50 dollars. Um, Victoria's Secret, they upwards of they can go all the way up to 70 dollars. Um, and then a lot of European brands, the nicer brands that you can find sizing that for this consumer, um, they're anywhere between 55 and 
I mean, you can go up to two hundred dollars. How about a Brooks Brothers women's side? Would they on the women's side? Would it be one hundred and fifty there? <laughs> no, I'm just it's I a, it's no a data point. women's. <laughs> I don't, I'm not sure Brooks Brothers would even yeah. think that this was a situation. Today. Oh really? Uh, oh no, not oh really? Oh, they Brooks have Brothers women's side. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that they oh, would they be more expensive than usual. Yeah, but not um, 150. I don't. I don't okay. think they're a playing five with button this breast. A breast. What do you what do you call those things that you put over? Double breasted. <laughs> yeah, oh. yeah. They, uh, Mm. Oh, Nick's right, right now like looking for the exit. He's thinking, how do I climb yeah. out of this sealed window? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm thinking so, you, wait, you, I'm you, curious. you have a vest is what I was, oh, what I was trying vest. to look for. Ah. Got it. Yeah. A, a large vest. <laughs> there we go. We've lost. I man. love this. Yeah. So the we combination of the business. A chest yeah. vest. This is, this is the, the, vest. <laughs> the Jenny's and the... Hold on. Where, where, where are so, you going with this combination? Oh, no. I'm curious. No, Why she, did you say you wouldn't be accepted into an accelerator? Yeah, exactly. That was well, a good question. So yes. that's a great question. Um, By the I way, our, our podcast is not as... It's never witty, but it's not as sort of half witty as usual. I think we're trying to catch up with you on this, so yeah, bear with stay us. stay with me, guys. We stay are. We are. So um, why it's why I never would be uh, in another but accelerator. But you met through Mass Accelerator, uh, Mass Challenge. Challenge. Yeah, so I got into Mass Challenge, but which knowing what I know about the program and being as closely connected as I am to it right now, yeah. I'm sort of shocked. Um, I, let's put it this way. There was 128 teams accepted this year. I was the only team <laughs> doing a wearable. I was the only oh. team in this, I think, sensitive of women's space outside of one. You should have censorized it. That would have gotten you. That'll get you in another you know accelerator. What? Yeah, start Everyone. with your men's market like we're doing. Honestly, you know, my thing, my thing like about breasts does. is this. <laughs> Everyone has breasts. Um, and if you don't personally have large ones like I'm talking about, you've come in contact with them. You know someone who has them. You've seen them. You've heard about them. Like, <laughs> You've them. dreamed if, about them. Right. Like, <laughs> if we're going to get uncomfortable talking now about I'm, breasts. Now I'm looking for the exit. <laughs> no, but, but to be quite honest, yeah, like it's, people. It's, this is one of the problems, yeah. I think, why you haven't seen innovation in the space and you have such a desperate consumer of this right. size looking for it is because people, we need to have more conversations yeah. about Bodies. horrible things for yeah. women. Yeah, yeah. In no, particular, I mean, if the this runway. was a men's problem, this would have been fixed, like, 20 years ago. Wait a minute. So can we just get, I'm just, if we got beyond sort of the, the shock value of this, and, yeah. and, and it's modest at best, um, there's a business here. Let's just assume there's, there's a, a huge business. business. Let's just assume there's yep. a business. What are you doing to attack the market? So, like I said, for us, we're launching our first product, which is going to be a lounge bra. Um, what that means, so let me give you some background. Uh, apparel in general has been moving towards athleisure. I'm sure you guys right. know this. You've Correct. read the paper. Well, look at the way Lingerie, Mark's dressed today. Yeah, I That's mean, it looks very casual. Um, <laughs> but but lingerie oh, in yeah. specific. My, my Lululemon shirt. You guys didn't wear the blue check shirts? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you guys almost matched. I know. Um, it's really scary. Well, but lingerie has not kind of uh, been immune to that. So you're seeing the first time ever where push-up bras, so what we would consider sexy. Yeah. Victoria's Secret ask yes, have seen a major decline, so double digits really? in the past couple of years, and athleisure bras, so oh. bras meant for leisure, lounging. And this know. is not jogging bras, which are probably not that leisurely. That's right. Um, have seen a double-digit increase, well, triple-digit increase okay. in growth. They're essentially driving the growth in the lingerie market mm. okay. um, right now. And are they presumably more comfortable and yet su sufficiently supportive without being um, uncomfortable? How they're you sound like a professional. Hey, you know, men have their own hard. sort of parts of anatomy that have issues. The thing mm. with, with leisure bras, so let's focus on something <clears throat> that's made a huge 
pushing the market. Bralette. <laughs> no pun intended. That's right. Um, a bralette doesn't have wires in general, Yay, and it tends to jokes. be. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm supposed to make those. Um, it, it does. Yeah. It has straps. It doesn't have underwire, and it tends to be fabric and or lace that's super stretchy that a woman can put on. Why is the wire, uh, the underwire obviously is more than just under, it also supportive throughout. So that's is it literally wire? That's the only wire on yeah. your body. Is it literally, is yeah. it a literally wire? No. It's literally a, a shaped wire like sewn into the metal? cup of a bra. Think of it as yes. the rebar of bras. Oh, <laughs> right. So why, and there's no, uh, and uh, wire. It's, it's literally wire sewn into the cup of a bra. Oh, my God. Now, they have the, some safety mechanisms, but you'll hear women complain that their underwire poke through the fabric and Yeah, it's just like it. Yeah, got yeah. that. Okay. And they get, picked, they get picked up in the um, TSA screens, too, sometimes. That's why. Mm. I mean, they, I've never gotten You never had a problem. I mean, I'll beep if I mean, they, they want yeah, to. Yeah. Yeah. And then you'll say it's an underwire. And they get, get over it. it. Yeah, they get it. Yeah. Okay, familiar. so there are these uncomfortable things, but they have not figured out how to Well, they have bralettes. They have bralettes now. So, yeah. the, again, the same issue is this. Think what about is a, a bralette? That's what I was just describing. So okay. the lace and fabric without wire, ahead, super stretchy. Uh, you can pull it over your head. It usually doesn't have a closure system. It just, it's stretchy, uh, right? Over your head like uh, like the, um, the jogging ones. You got it. Yeah. Um, the problem with this is that they normally come in sizes like small, medium, right. large, extra large. Right. So mm-hmm. what is my consumer order? Right? She needs like an extra large, double extra large. Extra large, small. Yeah. However, her band size is probably a small. So you buy this big oh, I get it. Yes. thing yeah. and you get it and it only fits one size that you something. need. That's what I had done for years. Right. So I had bought. Um, Don't they have safety pins for that? Well, but think about lounging with safety pins. Like, I Imagine want you wearing that. underwear yeah. <laughs> with safety, safety pins pin together. Yeah, you know what? I think we're going to move forward here. For all of the things I'm describing to you about breasts, imagine wearing underwear, something close to your jewels. And then think about putting wires or Jenny's and safety is, pins. Uh, yeah. Which is still my favorite, my favorite <laughs> diminution. Yeah. My yeah. favorite uh, yeah. phrase. Oh, man. I <laughs> hope someone just like started with this podcast. And yeah. they're like, what on like, earth yeah, is her yeah, business? I thought this was about technology. <laughs> <laughs> I still want to just take it as a given that there's a market there and try to understand what the issues are for you because there's, there's no sort of IP here. This is not rocket science. <laughs> well, there science. is. So oh, no. funny enough, no I way. have IP. So yeah. he's no. an IP lawyer. <laughs> well, there we go. There um, we, go. we are going to uh, – the patents are going in. No sh- um, I have two of shit. them going in. One will be there's for – um, can you disclose it? Don't disclose it if you can't. I can name it. Okay. You can name yeah. it. Okay. Um, well, it's, it's uh, bra. That's well, this is a bra, but specifically, um, I was also looking for something to sleep in. So, again, <laughs> right, right, put yourself right, right. in the male mindset. Think about wires and metal and fasteners and, and whatnot. Pins. And safety pins. Buy your uh, sensitive parts. So I now want to sleep in something. Um, most people sleep on their side. So well, there's there's an expression that many of us use called letting the dogs run free. Yeah. And that um, apparently does not apply well, to Well, you know, women specifically sleeping. when women get home, they rip off these underwear bras. Right. And then for my consumer, she's got nothing to put on. So what is she putting on to get comfortable, right? She still needs support. Well, I'm going to say nothing, walks but apparently without support. nothing is not comfortable. Nothing That's is right. not comfortable. Okay. On there top we go. of that, when she's sleeping... Um, gravity takes hold. So most women sleep on their side, and both breasts end up right. coming to one side. side. Got that. And so if you've seen women with chest wrinkles. No. Um, oh, really? No Where shit. else would those be caused by? Yeah. Didn't think about it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> think about how those look. Yeah. They radiate out from the center. What is that, TLDR? 
TLDR? I feel like we just created like 20,000 new neurons in all of your brain. <laughs> 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 so this is going to be your most enlightened <laughs> yeah, podcast. We're, we're pretty <laughs> nerdy hey, dudes. Sit up, sit up, sit up. We're nerdy Speaking dudes, and this is not... There's no, I don't know, it's not impacting me. Well, like, Mick is being, in, Mick in is way. very quiet just, today. You know, people are people, and, Mick, well, and I think this is right. very innovative. Yeah, well, so you know? I started Mick's worrying. head's going to Mick explode, is catching up with us here. I'm, Mick's going to get I'm there. trying to iron out my chest wrinkles. Yeah. <laughs> Honey, those don't go away. And you know women spend millions on their face, and you know we have these all routines. Think yeah, about, yeah. like, getting wrinkles in the middle of your chest. Yeah, it's, uh, it's hair horrifying. loss, but for your chest and its wrinkles. <laughs> I got it. Okay. And, and so, it doesn't involve hair, hopefully. I got worried about that. And yes. what I originally started oh, the company for was to back. solve... We're back for the reason I'll for nighttime sleeping male Yeah, so <laughs> I originally started the company to solve for nighttime because I literally couldn't find anything that would provide lateral support. So because I'm a side sleeper, and most women are, mm-hmm. I wanted something that would provide lateral support. So think about when you're standing up, that's north-south. When you're and sleeping as a woman, doesn't work. you're talking about east-west. Mm. Yeah, yeah, we You're got talking that. about a lot of weight. Yeah. Um, so part of what I created for this first product oh. is a sling that sits inside of the bra. It's fabric. Do you buy a left versus a right, depending on whether you're a left sleeper or a right sleeper? Um, it works for both. So okay. in cases, both both breasts in the middle of the chest, um, it. and it prevents them from coming all the way over, therefore okay. preventing yeah. creasing. Sounds uncomfortable, but apparently it is not. It's super comfy. Okay. Um, so 28 prototypes later, I got very comfortable with what I was doing and was like, okay, we're ready to start a company. So if Exciting. Mick were up to speed, you know what he would ask? He what? would say, are you are you in revenue yet? Mm. We are not. So we're looking at launching next We're trying next to help year. Mick get going here. Yeah, Mick, get in here. Come on. <laughs> dive in, dude. Yeah, 2019 <laughs> we'll be launching. Um, we'll start with a crowdfund campaign, and then we'll move into an e-commerce uh, Oh, launch. for manufacturer? Mm. Um, honestly, it's for marketing and for awareness building. So, oh, okay. Come yeah. up with some taglines for us so we can. Oh, here we oh, go. No. Here, here we're trying to stay above We're trying to be serious. Have, you know, we're I have one tagline that actually helps. So mm-hmm. um, we renamed the company after Mass Challenge. Oh. Um, oh, I didn't tell you. What oh, what's the it? name? Um so the company formerly known as Dreamweaver Intimates, again, we were very focused on sleep. Dreamweaver. Nah, okay. No, no. That's a, was very focused. What was that group? That was before your time. Lived Dreamweaver. Lived separate. Right. That was uh, Gary Wright. Gary Wright. Gary Wright. The problem actually is in mass this, challenge. The, you're going to get yeah. nowhere in this. No, I mean, that's, I love that song. Uh, yeah, no, no, it is. No, no. That's a good joke, Mick. <laughs> Welcome. It was, it was not a joke. It was an observation. It's a oh. mass challenge. <laughs> so what's the new name? Like, uh, the new name is Behave. Bras. Oh, that's great. Ooh, um, yeah, that's for great. For a couple reasons. Yeah, it's One, a triple entendre, at least. You got it. I mean, it's literally the <laughs> behave, way in which honey. I talk about mine is I just want them to behave. The yeah, only thing in a it. woman's body that should got behave yeah. are her breasts. Mm-hmm. Everything else, go. you should light the world on fire. Oh, my but God. Just get those You're like a natural marketer. Happy. Okay. It so is my background. Can we go back to the <laughs> I, I I mean, I, I don't want to concentrate on the IP, sure. but what's, what is um, complicated? I, I would, would have guessed that it was only a question of dimension. Yep, it's uh, not. Is it, but, oh, it's not. It's, so, it's, oh, so it's reinforcement on the fabric. It's not only right. reinforcement on the fabric, but, uh, again, so let's go back, and I want I want you guys to think in your male space of, of your personal We're areas. We're very narrow. Yeah. No, but, but it's, it's a good analogy, honestly. So when you're trying to hold up a lot of weight, yep. and you have two points, which are your shoulders, yep. 
uh, you don't want a strap that's super thin for obvious reasons. That's right. going to cut into. Yeah, sit forward, right. Mark. Yeah. Sit forward. Sit forward. Oh, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting, gotta, I'm sitting on my shoulders. You're back. trying to hold like up the weight purse. that is your He's, head. He is. Like, that's right. It's this. like a heavy purse. Yeah. So, what you want is a padded <laughs> strap, something more comfortable, something a bit wider. Mm -hmm. When you have a band cutting across the rib cage yep. underneath the breast that's holding up all this weight, you need something a little bit more sturdy, a little bit thicker. Again, think distribution. Can I ask a physics question? Why is it an underwire bra? not an overwire bra because mm. you don't most I mean bridges are supported from I'm just thinking about the physics of it Bridget. why well, you've it? seen both bridges you've seen you do. bridges exactly. hanging exactly yeah. Yeah. yeah so why but well, they call it underwire bra it seems like a, what, what do you call the bridges like the um uh, what's the golden suspension. suspension why do they call it a suspension bra you know what I don't have that understanding I know it was created way far before my time I mean I think it was almost it was in the 50s maybe underwire Mick wants um, to ask what the, what's the brazier is a French word it is. What does it, it mean? My guess is it's, it's a neckline thing, right? You can wear any oh, you're shirt. Oh, answer the old question. Yes, go ahead. Sorry. Let's go back. Well, to the that original question is interesting. <laughs> go I want, I want you to think about where the my weight sits. My brother hates when we jump right? around like that. It yeah. sits in the front of you, and so if you were to put wire on a very sensitive, soft piece of anatomy, literally on top of the breast, you're essentially wearing a cage. What you need is you need the whole contraption to sit against your body, and when you have weight that is a breast pushing out, you need something that keeps it in. You need counterforce, right? So an underwire sort of serves that purpose. It's underneath the breast, it keeps the fabric against the body, there's a fastener in the back, holds it tight, and now you sort of oh, have the foundation I of the see. house. So you're cinching it to the body and you're assuming the fabric is strong enough to provide the suspension. That is correct. He's got, got a physics it. degree, so. Yeah, no, okay. but honestly, you're laughing, but this was, we weren't. anybody you talk Mick about is with, was laughing. Mick is laughing inside. No, but you were laughing about apparel. I think a lot of people think apparel is this thing that you throw over your body. Yeah. And when it comes to breasts, it is the Sack hardest engineered physics thing it's to no. do. Wasn't a, another no. mass challenge company, Ministry of Supply, yes. that's doing rather well? I think they were... Alumni. Oh, I didn't know yes. they went through a number of years ago. They did. They were Mark, one of the first. Groups. Were they? Uh, they, uh, they were doing sort of engineered clothing, clothes, yeah. if you yeah. will. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. yeah, it I, seems I, like so, like dress wear or right. like uh, but that was, like that was yeah, it was fancy. like socks for nerds initially, yeah. and then uh, you know yeah. they're trying to sort of use new design principles and 3D yeah. printing and all that. They're doing quite well. Yeah. They still do a really great line of apparel. Yeah. So I mean, it's not unusual for Mass Challenge to have apparel-oriented startups, I would it's think. It's somewhat unusual when you look at the I mean, number of companies that go through there and how so tech-heavy, okay. healthcare-heavy, yeah. bio-heavy. Well, that's Let's the use area, all too. Of the, the this, is the area. this would be yeah. chest-heavy. This is this is super gotcha. specific because it's a CPG company, so it's a consumer product good. <laughs> Which you don't see a lot here no. in, in Boston. No, you don't. You're not yeah. you're not making an internet of bra or anything. Internet of IOB. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, sure. but you could internet of boobs. Couldn't you? Like, <laughs> your bras wearing out. We actually of, we actually more. did a women's lingerie company. We were involved in funding. We being Julie, Boston Harbor Angels. Boston or, Harbor Angels. Or BHA, which make hates to hear. <laughs> yeah, BHA sounds like the Boston, Boston. Housing Authority. Right. Yeah. Could be the same for <laughs> some, but, some. No, some Juliana people. Ray, and I think she's still in business, but yeah. uh, she you know was her? at MIT. How many years ago did you uh, um, guys do probably that? Probably eight years ago, maybe seven So years. it was like a seed round? Yeah. And it was, it was just only underwear, only yes. bras? Yes, bras only. and panties. Yeah. What, so what what's interesting the, yeah. about it, though, is it's, it's funny. Um, when I first got into the program, uh, what they have you do in Mass Challenge is they have you present and mm -hmm. pitch. And I think I'm one of their fun little unicorns because you'll, you know, they're saying, hey, There's we have these corporate sponsors in. Right. Why don't the guy who's curing Let's cancer 
I'm just Scott. And then we'll have the girl with the with the boob problem. And they yeah. do. I think and you're you know selling what? yourself short on that one. Like no, but you... what's interesting about it for me is that it's Correct. the same pitch. Okay, like overall, we're both solving an extreme problem. Right. We're doing it from different ways with potentially different consumers and a totally different delivery mm, mechanism. Slightly different metrics, like number that, of boobs. That's right, but we still are a viable business. We're still talking about cost of goods. We're still talking about financials. So, so there's like two or three slides that are see. different in, from your deck versus this other company. So could John Scully, do you know who John Scully is? He Why was, do I know that name? Uh, he, he was, was a PepsiCo Apple. CEO and then Steve Jobs brought him into okay. Apple and then so, they threw Steve so Jobs the out. So the sad part of the I, it was it irony? It wasn't really irony. It was that he was in business and they brought him to do another it, business. It, he was a CPG. So mm -hmm. how would John Scully do with um, He's still with, alive. with bras? You know what? I, I started my career in CPG. So I started okay. as a brand manager at Procter & Gamble. Mm. Um, so I worked on brands such as Secret, uh, oh, wow. Tag, Gillette, Vicks, NyQuil, DayQuil. Like I did What's all Tag? Tag was at the time uh, acquired when they acquired Gillette. It was the um, Axe Body Spray counter. Oh. And then oh. we killed it. Okay. Like P&G does a lot with that. Because it smells That stuff, that ax stuff stinks. <laughs> yeah, body spray is, uh, they change the consumer yeah. too many times. Long story short, I started my career there. And the reason I was able to work on so many different brands, it, right, because they're very different consumers, those brands I just listed, yeah. um, with different need states, is because in general, if you understand a consumer, you don't need to be the consumer right. to understand the pain point. You do not need to be the consumer to understand yep. that, that what you're trying to solve is real. What you need to do is be able to empathize and under and put yourselves in the shoes of the consumer, and then you can do great branding and marketing. Yeah, I remember I heard a case study about Gillette and how uh, when they launched the women's razor, they really they, it was pre yeah it was so uh, it was men's face razors women were using for their legs. They uh -huh. were cutting That's themselves, right. Right, right, using right. them in the shower, in the just like right. all these different factors, yep. and it was just a blow up product. Yeah. Right. I mean, honestly, was this it a is price factor though that that drove them because women's razors were more expensive than men's razors? It was a mu multiple things. One is uh, like legs and their contours are very different from faces. Yes. What the you hair know, is just, very different. Um, but it was one of those opportunities where it's a it's a female product. A, a woman's using a, a previously intended product, yeah. and then it's a huge market because. It's an important area for women. That was so what was around. what was the redesign? Do you know? Was there a redesign? Yeah. So there were multiple things. Wasn't um, just marketing. Yours is your no, point. Yeah, now. Yeah, it was total re redesign. One is because they were using it in the shower. Um, they created these canisters to hold multiple replacement razors, yeah. so it would be replaced faster, which is a function of, of uh, turnover and, and, and money. Yeah, it would rotate. Yeah. Mm -hmm. the, the other is that the, the blade had two flat parts that now moisturize on the front blade and the, the back blade, so there were it was uh, less likely to nick you. Better glide. Yeah, better gliding. And soft corners. Yes. So again, uh, you're dealing like with soft, sensitive areas. Yeah. Right, right, right. So right. they softened it up and they made it they made it for a woman's unique anatomy. Yeah. And it was huge. And the use case, the scenario of using it in the shower, yes. using it like every other day or yep. whatever the pattern. Quite often. Is. And now it's it's gotta be a multi billion dollar. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So going back, what is it that you oh sorry, so let's take it as a given that it's just another consumer product yep. that even John Scully could Anybody can work on this as long right. as they put their, their themselves in the mind. Right. Of the so what well, do you the need? The key is market size and figuring out how to get to them. Right. That's right. You got it. <clears throat> and those factors are not easy. Of course. Uh, ever. 
but uh, particularly with a very unique product that probably causes women are a little embarrassed about it. Do you think women are embarrassed about it, or do you think yeah. old I mean, adults like us are, we have, are embarrassed to we have, have women. We have women here. I don't yeah, know. Exactly. It seems you like. would think, so one of the misconceptions I had, um, and I am this consumer, so I have not been to a store to buy a bra in 15 years, okay? Like, I cannot. I can't go and buy. I haven't bought a swimsuit in a store. I order because they don't because the, because the products don't that are available. Sense. Exactly. Yeah. So okay. I have to order it. I can't yeah. go and try something on. Every woman's body is super unique. It, there are millions of different breast shapes. Uh, there's a ton of different sizes, and everybody's body is slightly different. Your torso length, your I mean, it's crazy to do this kind of product. And then, so and then your body changes, too. So that is correct. So you become pregnant, you have Women kids, like to put on five recover. pounds and yep. then lose it, and then put it on and lose it. Well, so, so, again, I'm just thinking, you know, so, you know, I'm married. Uh, I have, yeah. uh, my wife and I have kids. Married and, with children. Married with children, and things change. And oh my gosh! As you get older, think about so there are an additional four million women. I've every noticed year. that myself. Yes. Yeah, I've, there's I've four million that. women that come in and out of my consumer base every year because those are women getting pregnant, and yeah, right, you can right, go right. up to five cup sizes, even more. I've heard of some women go up more when you're pregnant. Yeah. So women get to their fifth or sixth month. Certain women, and I, I get phone calls from my friends. What are these? What do I do with them? Yeah. I'm not kidding. Like, I have never had these before in this weight. What do I do? I can't wear an underwire. It's too uncomfortable. What do I wear? Yeah. So that's another, I think, huge piece of my market. And then there's yeah. like, but, the, but those people communicate with each other all the time, They right? do. And what you end up, so back to the P&G thing. What we used to say at P&G was if there is a compensating behavior, if you have a consumer doing something to compensate, yeah. you have a huge market. I don't care the size of the consumer, and I don't care the size of the market. Mm. You will be successful. My consumer today, um, so she will wear uh, like an old, terribly fitted sports bra, something soft without wire. She'll fall out the side. She'll fall out the top, but at least it's something. Or wear two or three of them. Well, a lot of my consumers stop working out because yeah, it I hurts. I can imagine, yeah. Yeah. So, so again, this we're Mark starting with long. Mark stopped working out, but for other reasons. No, yeah. I, I, I'm back to working out thanks to you, David. Yeah, but I mean, seriously, like it, when you have a consumer who stops, you couldn't find a jock strap that fit. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I don't even wear one. Okay. <laughs> oh, 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 you can't do that. Detail. Detail. Okay, too much detail. I actually, that's all too I do. Much okay, how many? How many hooks? Can you put in the back? I mean, can you go five or six? I've seen well, five or six. But this, so my first concept. product, the lounge bra, will not have any yeah, hooks. So There's no metal, no wire, that's no nothing. So, so over the head and do it or, is, or yeah. step into. Yeah. But so it's going to be tight for somebody and loose for somebody else. Is that correct? Well, it'll come in various sizes. So um, instead of just the small to extra large model, right? Small, medium, large, extra mm -hmm. large. There'll be two different cup sizes. The lace and the elastic we're using is a, up to 150% stretch. Um, and it's super durable. So is that a new fabric that hasn't been around for a long time? No, we're using around. some of what we're using is sport fabric, um, like the inner mesh is support a, a or support. Sport. S P O R T. Yeah, sport. So the inner mesh Both? is sport. Um, <laughs> Could be support. And support. it's just different sport, sport. blends. It's putting it all together in this package that works. It's a plush elastic. So when it's against your skin, it's soft. Plushy. And so in certain dimensions, it's fine, but in other like directions, like east-west, you want it's more support. It's You got it. And the way we've cut the cups and the lace, the way in which a stretch on the bias helps to add support as well. So I designed this originally for sleep. And then I found by my 20th prototype, I was wearing it when I got home from work to cook dinner, to lay on the couch, to watch a movie, to clean the house, to sleep in and use the slings, to wake up, to get in the shower, right? 
So where did I that looked, product come from? Where did you get that product? I created it. Oh, oh so oh, this I see. was the prototype. Mm-hmm. And what I realized is I wasn't giving it any credit. So I was calling this thing a sleep bra, and yet I'm wearing it 12 hours outside. You know what I'm saying? I'm wearing it basically as my get home from work or lounge on the couch bra or weekend bra. And so I went back and I said, what are you doing? You're not giving yourself credit for this. Like, even if you didn't want to sleep in this, this is literally ideal for a non-underwire bra. So can we we have an audience that's very small? Hmm? I think Maybe. I think I think the audience just grew. I think okay. it got bigger. Yeah. Okay. So the audience. Yeah. Okay. So now we're from three three yeah, listeners to now, five. Now the nerds are listening. But they do expect. <gasps> well, you know, I told my mom to listen, so we have at least one more. Okay. okay. But they yeah. do expect Hi, a discussion of failure, and I think Mick, yeah. Mick is falling down on the job today and not pressing you more oh, on God, the business so side. So many failures. <laughs> no, yeah. So, <laughs> so what we want to know is because. To your credit, you're a marketing person. You've been talking about sort of the marketing side, which is excellent, yeah. and the and is it Jane or John, whoever wears these things, whatever your marketing mm-hmm. person is. Mm-hmm. Um, but we need to. It would be nice to talk about the business, where it's going, how you, when you plan to launch, and all that stuff. Of course. And then the failure side is really yeah. exciting. Oh God, failure. Or 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 if you take Susan's approach, which is how you avoid failure. <laughs> or Derek's approach. Do you know Derek? I. Derek, Derek is Cannon. one of my besties. So Derek, he was good. Derek simply He's avoided amazing. the topic of failure entirely. That sounds like Derek. Does that sound like him? He's a politician. He's a he spin man. Very good. Yeah. 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 He was able to dodge the question very, very effectively. Yes. Right? Yes. Come yes. up with he something. I'm bad for asking. You know what? Derek and I are a little bit different. Um, Derek is fantastic and smart and intelligent and amazing. Um, I have failed so many times What's in my Derek's career. What's Derek's last name? Canton. Canton. Well, let's Canton. keep not talking yeah. about somebody From we don't. From Pear Pay. Yeah. Yes. Pear we'll pay. give him a shout out. Pear Actually, pay. it's Pear Pay. He like, tells like us. The, yes. But he spells it backwards. Yes. That is correct. I think it was a typo oh, and he's okay. now trying to justify okay. it. I, th- I think it was a trademark. Athena, I am just very curious about how you asked about the business are you going to you be getting, to, how yes. are you going to get to Thank your consumer and how will you, you know, this is not a broad-based market. It's a very knit, tight-knit market that... How, how do you approach it? Yeah, how is it going to be bundled it? with Tide Pods or like? Tide how are you? No. Oh, that's terrible. Not a terrible idea. No. So, like I said, there's about 25 million women a year, plus or minus four million. Um, she's extremely active on social media. So let me put it this way: I don't have a passive consumer that feels like she's good, and I'm trying to sell her her 200th bra. I have a consumer who is actively searching for anything and everything out there. So she'll be looking for you as much as you're looking for her. And she's blowing up. Uh, other bra companies as we speak on social media. So mm-hmm. um, a couple companies this year have tried to launch. Uh, one made an extreme folly. Um, they had pictures of Is women. Third love? No. True and Company. Okay. So they, they made this Facebook ad, and they must have spent thousands blasting this out to women on Facebook. Did they have Russian support for that? They may have. Because um, one of the girls <laughs> nice, looked a little... Nicely done. She looked a little Russian. <laughs> but um, they have these women... Nicely with, in stride. ...which look like really large breasts... And in this, like, seamless, stretchy bra, and it didn't look like it was super supportive. Okay, let's be clear. Um, but it said, finally, a bra for our BBBs. And it said, oh. big-breasted babes. So I got served this ad. So I'm jazzed, <laughs> right? I'm like, maybe that's what I need. Yeah. So I get all excited, and, and it's got all different shapes and sizes and colors of women, and I'm like, this is it. This might be what I need, right? So I click through, and I'm all excited. I'm literally ready to put in my credit card. I don't even care what this thing is. I'm going to try it. But... It goes up to a double D. Oh, well. Now, let me yeah. give you some perspective. Well, it's the old, average yeah. breast size it in the United large. States yeah. as of yeah. 2017 is a 34 double D. That is oh, the, that's the average. average. Okay. 
Yeah. Is that assisted by surgery or? It's is assisted it? by everything: obesity, yeah, surgery, obesity. women yeah. going through mm. puberty at ten yeah. instead of yeah. sixteen. Like everything is happening. Can we to get take back to Mick's question though? How are you going to attack the market? Yeah, so yeah. we're going to be you're, doing you're, an e-commerce. Thank you for re- uh, on redirect. No, no, but for you're real. Pulling so a Derek. redirect. <laughs> <laughs> on redirect. Yeah. Um, no, we're going to be looking at an e-commerce model. So my consumer at this point has been pretty fed up with going to the store. I don't want a retail model. I used to do all retail, oh, right? Food, drug, really? mass, very familiar with that she's not she's not in a store right now trying on bras does she know what size she is she is has barely a clue or? but she knows what she's trying well, how are you on to do this work? not by the internet which seems like a very difficult don't you have to try these on oh, no. you're, oh you're gonna let them order them and return them that is correct oh, so okay. we're gonna be doing a um buy before uh try before you buy program because of um these not having wire and not being super structured, there we can flat rate ship up to three of these in a package. And so. you do not lose. You can launder them and send them back. There are no sort of state or federal no, you issues will, on that. This is above board. It's not laundering. Yeah, <laughs> we're <laughs> laundering. That's true. Is, we can talk to Michael Cohen totally and uh, and the company about that. Yeah. Okay. Um, no, you'll have to keep the tag on. There will be a, a okay. SP or UPC okay. tag okay. on it. So, um, okay. But you can try them on and uh, send back uh, what doesn't fit. What's the price point? Um, these we haven't totally landed on that because the cost bucks. of goods is out. We're going to be anywhere between sixty and eighty dollars. Okay. Yep. So it is a premium product. It is a premium product with innovation. Where is um, it going to be manufactured? We are working on that right now. Again, so we okay. had a U.S. manufacturer. We're now exploring overseas. We do not fall into the tariff laws as of right now well, in China. That's and we're one of the only categories. So does Trump know that? I don't think so. You have to stay abreast of the news. Uh, <laughs> I am abreast of it. I checked uh, yesterday. Uh, okay, Good. so you're gonna want. It's gonna be just in time. Internet. It's gonna be an online model. This will be an e-commerce. And how do you model. get your name? How come out you're the there, only you one know? making boob um, puns? No, the rest of us are actually, you know. Kind of I like to call it boob privilege here. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No, well, I'll I'll throw some in there so I can keep up with you. Okay, We're so boob strapping this model. You're welcome. So how are you going? We've just gone from a PG to something else. No, it's it's still pretty. Awareness (laughs) of anything is a difficult marketing problem. Um, We'll be spending all of our efforts on digital. So we will be doing social. We'll be doing, honestly, a lot of paid SEO. How are you going to raise the money to do that, or is um, it not right that now? Much it's money? it's boob, boob strapped. So uh, this is coming out of yeah. my retirement fund. Okay. Um, Leash. Nice. Not. I wish I had a retirement fund. Well, there we go. From. Well, you know what? Whatever I have is gone. <laughs> okay. So um, we'll be we'll be doing that, and then I will be looking to raise funding next year. Um, I have an investor who's sort of like, let's go, um, so to speak. Yeah. I originally I was looking, and I was you know when I got into Mass Challenge, I said, hey. I can do this. I can launch this, and I can start selling this on my own. I think what I've realized lately is it it would be very smart to get 18 months out from a funding perspective if I know that I have um, a very high-level investor who's willing to keystone that round. Okay, we need to hear about the exit. Who is going to buy you? Oh, yeah. Buy my company? Yeah. Yeah. Limited, so fi- limited right? You know, that owns Victoria? You know, it's funny. Secret? No. Um, they have just... They basically took down, so I don't know if you guys recently have been following what Victoria's Secret done, but they just got rid of their swim and really? their catalog and their clothing. They are they What's are not that? doing well. They are down double digits in sales. They are sticking with just their original mainstay and bras. Oh. And their point of market entry okay. line lingerie, pink. Purely lingerie. Purely lingerie and then their pink line. Um, oh, it's for teenagers. I'm sorry, yeah. pink is, is uh, Victoria's Secret? That is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's done very well, hasn't it? So they, they've basically yeah. gotten rid of everything else and refocused really? their efforts. How's that working? 
We don't know yet. We'll find out. Oh, but yeah. their sales we, are not. Because retail's working. tough. Oh, so why wouldn't you fit in? So it, wouldn't this uh, bra fit into the lingerie side, especially the sleep one? For for sure. I think um, in five years, if they can get back on their feet. Oh, your point is yes. They, they, have no they might be now. looking at that. But right now, I think they're trying to right the ship. It's sinking. Okay. So well, who else would be an acquirer? I think there's a lot of different companies. Nick is really falling um, down on this. There's yes. a ton of European companies out there that are doing quite right. well. Right. Um, you have the, the Hanes of the world here in the U.S. Oh, really? yes. that, yep. that tried to do a a little bit of a foray right. into um, the athletas, larger sizes. Gap, right? Uh, yep, you have Athleta owned by Gap and Anna right. with those guys. Um, you also have the Lululemons of the world. But oh, ultimately, yeah. right, 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 right. the lounge bra is the first product. We will then address other pain points. So Line next extension. We'll, sports bra. Right. After that, will be swim. You're going to go into we'll menswear or men's whatever underwear, I guess it would be? No. We're sticking specifically with this consumer and with this market for now. Um, from an inventory perspective, it also doesn't make sense for me to make 46 different sizes for every color and skew. Oh. So I have the consumer. I know where to find her. I know how to talk to her. And I know what she's looking for. So we're going to be successful there first before we think about haloing out into a broader uh, number so of when you Oh, I know, I know who your exit is. It's uh, the Spanx people. It, well, because you she, say that, but that could I, be I, I wasn't joking. Yeah. I, you know, she... Yep. It, it sounds like a similar story. Mm. She was the consumer. Yep. She needed to do what she needed to do. She designed her own prototypes. She wore, her, wore yep. her own prototypes to serve her own use case. Yep. And then she assumed that there were a lot of other women like her with her attributes. And Sarah Blakely was yes, was right name. on on a couple things. She Her innovation wasn't uh, blow the doors off, but it was intuitive. Right. Which is similar to my innovation. She, know, um, she knows her person. That's she right. knows... I mean, I've, again, I've seen her on Shark Tank. It's and not she, your woman's, you know. your mother's girdle, right? Right. No one wears girdles anymore, right. but yet everyone's now well, wearing girdles. Again. But yeah, that's, yeah, you know. that's a different issue. Uh, um, you don't have to talk about yours. So are we gonna um, <laughs> failure? So yeah. Failure. Oh, we haven't gotten there. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't think we've even <clears throat> scratched the other issue. Wait, what? Yeah, which is I'm still trying to understand. So, just quickly, when are you? When did you say the product is launching? Um, we will be crowdfunding in April. We will be okay. launching uh, summer of twenty. And what would you need to do to be acquired? Uh, sorry, and then we'll get to failure because we're um, gonna lose Susan in seconds. Here. Yeah. So our five-year glide path looks like getting your cost of goods up above seventy percent, um, which we will be able to do as far as I'm looking at what right is now. your cost of manufacture? That's what we're looking at right now. So we have a pretty conservative right. uh, estimate on that. Well, I, I'm not going to release those numbers at this good. moment until that's they're smart. actually real. Yeah, that's good. Um, but I can tell you that. Well, they'd be up. different here than they'd be in Vietnam. Yeah. That is correct. Yeah. So as we look overseas, I know we can get to that glide path if we can keep a but stable price point. But you can label MAGA. Made in, make America great again if you make that. No, I'm going gonna, gonna to pass on that. Yeah, you could do, you put one on each. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> That's a Susan joke. Um, so we'll, that will look like success. I think keeping our operating costs low um, and being able to put enough money into awareness building activities will be huge for us. And you don't okay, have a retail let, infrastructure, just, so. That is correct. So Athena, we'll have higher Athena yeah. just the numbers. What do you think it'll take you to launch? How much money do you think you'll need? What I have in the bank right now. Okay. No, I'm talking about your first raise. What? How much oh, do you think you need to raise? Like, to no, really, no, no, no fundraising. Eighteen at this. months. You yeah. want enough? Yeah. So in the we're bank looking for? at a three to four hundred thousand dollar round. Keystone e by at least a hundred thousand of one of my investors. So great, okay. great news on this. Um, I worked at startups after I left P and G. One of my founders is on his sixth 
a successful company. He just got valued on his latest company at 150 million. But to be clear, you're not raising money on this podcast. Yes. I, well, I will be though. Not um, on this podcast. I think he's convinced that's me. That's somebody else's podcast. That's yeah. right. He'll yeah. convince me don't raise um, money on this one. that that it makes it makes sense because there's going to be bumps in the road, right. and instead, it, the worst thing you could do as a founder is not get to the start line. Right. Right. Oh, right? that's absolutely true. Yeah. And Rising so, tide lifts all boobs. That's right. I had been. Yes. <laughs> Have you heard that that. one yet? No, I'm totally using that. Um, But yeah, I need to get to the start line. Quite frankly, is it really true though? Does the rising tide raise boobs? I think the dead dead sea does. I mean, seriously, and she's all red too. She could she could pull this off without blushing. Do you see this? Think about the water displacement though. She might be. Yeah. I mean, uh, salt water, is that better? So, Dana, can you get to what would you need to exit, though? <laughs> we, okay, so let's assume there's a number that gets you to market. Mm-hmm. What do you need to exit? Do you need Is your eyeballs? mind spinning do the whole time thinking of boob jokes? I just we need know. 10% <laughs> penetration of the, the oh, $25 million dollar market. No way. Within 10 years. Oh, 10, 10% years. of only the sizes that you're talking about. Yeah. That is correct. Yeah. That's right. a yeah. lot, though. It's not. So okay. not only does she own more bras than any other consumer times 10, Oh. She also finds a bra she likes and buys it in every color. So you would be shocked. I also don't know if you guys understand lingerie. Women don't own two or three bras. See you, Susan. Oh, Susan, Susan I miss you. Bye-bye. Do you have Bye-bye. any last jokes? Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't have anything she'll prepped. She'll text some in. <laughs> I'll drop a couple more for you. Thank <laughs> okay. you. Um, she is not only the most valuable consumer, she Thank buys you, the most stuff. So she spends 33% more dollars than any other breast size. Alibaba did a study on this, don't ask me why, in 2014. Um, it is the most valuable consumer in okay. this market. So going back, so you need a 10% market penetration, which means a- annual sales of roughly what? We're looking at about 2.5 million women to oh. have come into It's okay. not a ton. Um, we're looking at annual sales oh, north. What? Yeah, keep going. I'm um, sorry. Sorry, I, I was being... I was jumping the gun. Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, annual sales, I had to look at my five-year projections, roughly. but we're roughly at, I think, 15 to $20 million, um, by that point with three um, lines. And profitable. profitable. And profitable. Yeah. So okay. we'll break even um, per the projections right now after uh, two years. Right now, I'm looking at investment mm. that would have us a little bit sooner break even. So and when I say break even, I mean recuperation of my initial. It, it sounds yeah. like the price is somewhat inelastic or elastic. I mean, you, yes. you, you maybe you're pricing it too low, because people sounds like if they can't find it in the yeah. market, they're going to pay a, pay a uh, premium. You know what? Sixty to eighty dollars would be right at the sweet spot for a non-underwire bra. Um, that would be about a twenty-five percent upcharge versus what she can get today. And quite frankly, I think the technology and the scarcity will prove that out to be true. What I'm also looking at is data. So one of my advisors is the former owner of Intimacy, one of the largest uh, retail bra shops in the country. Mm. Um, they were acquired by Rigby and Peller. Susan Nathar, she's the bra whisperer. So she's the one that went on Oprah 10 years ago. The bra whisperer. No, seriously. Oprah okay. calls her the bra you, whisperer. She was on Oprah about six one. times. Right. Um, it helped her actually sell her company. Um, oh, yeah. But... She, her business was sizing women appropriately. And the stories she oh. could tell you are the same stories that I have, right? Like women coming in and saying banana stuff to you, and you're like, in what world do you think you're a bee? Like, you're crazy. Right. Um, there, there's a legendary store in Brookline, Lady Grace. Oh, yeah, yep. that's right. That, there's a lot of these great that, little custom bra yeah. fitters out there yeah. that yeah. sell. Where you walk in and some old yep. lady sizes you up and hands you a few things. And I don't even need a measuring tape. I can do it by eye. Yeah, they're, they're, I, I yeah. mean, I've, I've heard this 
for years, for decades. It's, it's so. I tell the story because part of what I do is way more emotional than I ever thought it would be. I have sized probably 10 or 11 women at Mass Challenge and, and nicely, right? They'll, oh, this is what you do. I don't know if I need your product. And I'm like, in what world do you not need my product? <laughs> like, and I've resized them. How do you them. say that gracefully? It, that's what you say. Yeah, but, like, but this is probably like dudes in the locker room saying stuff. And, it is a little bit. You know, and I think well, with, but my consumer. Well, in the locker room, you usually don't look at each other and say, hey, it looks like well, that, that thing's a bit Well, that's a different smaller. issue. Yeah. But, yeah. but I think women do, especially certain body types, you know, well, this you issue. If you come at it from where you I don't have come to at it. Down. Which yeah. is a point of empathy, and yeah, I, I get you, it, it, I am yeah. you, and I understand yeah, it's, it's you. your business. That's, that's, yeah. There's a story about a guy going into the lingerie shop, and he says, <laughs> he says, I'd like to get you know a, a brassiere from my wife, and he says, well, what size is she? Says, well, it's seven and a half. He, she says, no, no, that, you must have you know something wrong. That's that is she very tiny? No, no, she's pretty pretty successful in that area. And he says, well, what did you use to measure? He says, my hat. You may have to cut that out. So can we? So <laughs> that's I, just if really Susan bad, could text us now. She would say, "Let's failures. get to failures." Yeah. So one of the things when I started, I think I gave you one already. I started mm. for sleep. You hit it well. And yeah. did not. Well, I think I said this. Like, did not <laughs> we give myself listening. enough credit yeah. on the market. When you're wearing something all day and you're saying it's only for this one thing because you have a patent on this one thing. You're not giving yourself market size credit. Right. I was looking at five million women who might sleep in a bra versus 25 million, right? Yeah. So th I think that's a, a, a major failure because as you build your marketing, y you are very narrowly focused on one thing um, mm. and you're going to basically miss the boat. So that was a big pivot failure for me. If it's comfortable, people will wear it. If it's that's uncomfortable, correct. they won't. But it's also if and I tell also, you it's if the you bra don't, fits, you, well, And some, if I tell you to sleep in it and you say. Fits, you must quit. No, that's right. <laughs> that was right. Keep going. But if, the, yeah. if I tell you to sleep in it and your, your experience with bras right now is terrible right. and you're like, why in the hell would I want to sleep in this? You, you, I've already lost you. If I tell you yeah, it's a lounge bra that's so comfortable you, can, you can sleep, sleep in, in it, it. Right, right, right. you're now still right. wide open for This it. is like an old T-shirt. That's right. You got it. And well, so, I, I, uh, you know, I, th I think that, you know, a lot of things, clothes that women wear, you couldn't tell whether they're wearing a bra or not. I mean, you know, they could be wearing a bra. They don't have to be wearing a bra. So that's a lot of time picking the winner. It's much more than I have. Yeah. Well, totally. no, I'm just saying the idea is, is that it really is not just for sleeping it could be for yeah. daytime use well, that's right. I, so if it's I, comfortable that's so, if we, right. so yes. if if we kind of extrapolate so your failure initially was that you didn't perceive that the thing that you had created would have more than one use i fell so in love with my patent that i i being a marketer that you should never do that and right. yet i did right i got into a oh. tunnel and i fell in love with my patent i said it's all about sleep and i didn't give myself for credit because i'm designing right. the prototype at the time right. and i'm redesigning it every time because it doesn't have enough lateral support and how did that affect right. your right okay yeah, that so makes, that makes sense. was that the issue so that's an interesting point that's a great point which is you so you you patented this thing or you fell in love with your technology that's right and you let the technology screw the patent doesn't matter as much. i let it drive the consumer versus the right. consumer so driving when yeah. did you realize that was mass challenge why so I, pointed people pointed out so to you? i'm presenting right like so here's what happens everything becomes very real when you are preventing presenting in front of investors whether you're looking for money or not yep i'm presenting in front of investors and it's my first month there and i'm telling this story about sleep and i'm telling this story about the consumer and i find myself talking about comfort and when you get home from work and all of these things and i'm like i am telling two stories very improperly right now right what do you mean well, I'm, well, I'm telling the, you the about the story about sleep, but then there's sleep about 
it's comfortable. Wear it all the time. Right. Uh, I'm telling the story about how I wore it and I'm laying on the couch and I'm watching Netflix and I'm cooking dinner. And then I'm telling you in the next breath that it's a sleep bra. Uh, and I'm sitting there going, you hypocrite, what are you talking Yeah, about? so you ignored you ignore the, the, uh, the, the other use. Lounging, the, the lounging, right. the lounging and, and, aspect. And, and now, you you've, now for you each day you've got two sales in effect. You got it. I'm ignoring what is actually driving the market right. and what I perform for, which is athleisure. Right. And I'm talking about this very, very niche thing that women are like, God, I hate my day bra. Why do I want to sleep in one? So you're saying, yeah, so going, going back to the, sort yeah. of some fundamentals, you're saying that uh, so the, the bra itself, the lounge one, would not work as a dress, uh, to dress up for the day. It's not supportive Listen, enough for, for day dress. I am on the higher end of my consumer target. Mm -hmm. I am very, I, I've also been wearing the appropriate bra for 15 years. Yeah. All different kinds and swimwear and whatever. I am used to a certain level of support. Right. I can tell you for sure, I will tell people it's a lounge bra and I will, I will show them sleeping in it and laying around yeah. on the couch and weekends and they will wear it out every day. Okay. Yeah, for work. It, yes, because my consumer will they'll take my product and use it as their own usage. So thing. why don't you why don't you extend it out to just a why not be a one would it be a, not one skew but essentially one product? Company? It's a line extension, just, yeah. but you have to solve one problem. I first. need to oh, solve like, one problem first. Is this, this a one, marketing? Is it a marketing question or? Is I it, think it's a, a just being smart question. I think it's staying you know. focused. Okay, so, so what? When let, just get back to your marketing. Yeah. In your mass challenge, did you have diagrams? Did you have all kinds of things, instructions on how to put on, or what? What did What did you include in your presentation? Uh, for my investor pitch. Yeah. Uh, my investor pitch starts mm. with essentially who's the consumer and what's the problem, right? Okay. Yeah, and I tell right. okay. I tell that through the eyes of my backstory. Yeah. There's right the problems easily understandable. Then in, we go to market yes. size when we've yeah. already been there, okay. yeah. right? And then we go to compensating behaviors. What's she doing so, today? So we've had, uh, uh, I'm thinking of Daniel. Um, yep, from one a, of our prior guests. So we had a, we had a, a guest that uh, hates doing sort of the uh, log line or the elevator pitch. Yeah. He just resents it. Athena it does not have that problem. So what, what's your elevator pitch? You know, so you get Mick, who happens to be a, yep. a you know, a head of an angel group. What's your elevator pitch to get in front of them? I mean, 15 second, we're a lingerie oh. company that's going to change the market by bringing in an underserved consumer base, first through lounge bra and then through every other pain point. Every single bra she has is terrible. And by the way, we're talking about lounge, which is where the technology is See, and the innovation. It's a long is. elevator right now. No, but for no, real, okay. you get yeah, into yeah, no, sports. I'm, I'm still with you. She's got nothing. Right. You get into swim. I don't know if you guys have wives, if and you've ever seen her go swimsuit shopping. We do have wives. Okay. My wife detests. Okay. Now imagine all of that. if you had to custom order your top. Yeah. She. And imagine then you had to totally custom order your bottom right. because you're a smaller oh, medium yep, yep, and yep. you are like yeah. crazy. Imagine if you were traveling to Mexico. This happened to me, and you pack your swimsuits, and they lose your luggage. And you're on oh. vacation, oh, and you literally can't go yeah. in the pool. Yeah, you can't go to the shop and got, get something no. that fits. No, no, no. So, how much money does the average woman spend on bras when you take a year? No, because uh, I, I have year, yearly yeah. numbers. No, how many does an average woman own? Ten. So that is some data I've seen. Other data I've seen from Intimacy, who has data on eighty thousand consumers. So Intimacy, Susan yeah, Atharo, yeah, right? Yeah. She says the average woman owns upwards of sixty. Wow. My consumer, no. we believe. Yes. 60. That's Think a, about that's this several for, drawers full. No, 
No. no. Because down. think about it this way. You have uh, your underwear bra. You have your push-up, which is a different version of that. You have your demi-cup, which is a rounded yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. You have your sports bras, and you need a couple. You need a bunch you have your because you're sweating through them. Bras. And, right. You have your convertible strap bras. the average price Among bra. the 60, they have the average price is 40 um, I think for an average consumer, you could say 40 My consumer, you're going to go higher. So I you're doubt. talking about the average spend is... Um, is on the order of a thousand to two thousand, but per year the spend is more like what? For my consumer, it's northwards of two hundred dollars a year. year. Okay. Mm -hmm. And like I said, if she finds a product she likes, she will buy it in every single color. So Which, there's a product oh, okay. that launched in February, and they made one of the first bras ever with small bands, larger cup sizes, wire free. Um, that this was February. Out of the hundred oh, yeah. SKUs they offer, different bras, panties, whatever, it's their number one selling bra. It is their biggest success on their site. It's their highest rated, and they're up to, this is, again, one, one, one skew, 16 colors. And we are, what, oh, 10 wow. months later? Wow. Right, it okay. is, like, Mark, you Mark, can have you name 16 colors I me? can't, but, <laughs> but I, I mean, I'm just, I, yeah, on a serious <laughs> note, I'm just seeing that this, I can imagine that. We are being serious? Yeah, well, for a second. You take out the topic of, of braziers and you could insert you know yes a therapeutic drug or a, yep. you know iot device well because your pitch deck is, uh, is yes the and same. going back to Here's the emotional piece, yeah. Yeah. correct this, this is, is yeah. not like yeah. a Agreed. let's go create a better bra right and we're not talking about sex toys here so no. there's no period interest but you we're know. also talking about foundation of the pyramid right. i mean this is the shocking part for me is we're not talking about a better bra. We're talking about foundational level, something that fits. Right. Which is kind of crazy when there's a thousand flavors of coconut water, and yet I can't go buy a bra at the store. Right. Like, it's sort of mind-blowing. Or I can't go buy a lounge bra, or I can't go buy right, a sleep right, bra right. that's actually fitted for me, and I'm sewing it. That's bananas. No, it, 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 yeah. it makes perfect sense. Okay, but structurally, how much different is the structure of what you're doing versus the conventional? Large. Um, it's it's not that much different. I think, and that's kind of the beauty of it. It's kind of like the razor example. It's still a bra. It's still got the basic features, straps, bands, elastic, right. whatnot. What it is is custom designed for a physics disaster, which is really heavy boobs packed onto a smaller frame, right, that literally push every piece of fabric they've ever touched out. Without an underwire, this becomes a crazy circus of How physics. do you address, there's a, a question in there, which is if this is, uh, it, it does not sound like a difficult problem to, oh, for, no, 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 but for, it's not that difficult a problem for somebody who designs bras to handle. It is. Is there, why has. Wait, she, no, she's pushing no, back. No, it is. It is a difficult problem. Is, I, have, why, okay. I have let go probably four New York City apparel designers so far. And the reason is, is because unless you truly understand physics, you approach this like, oh, I got this. We'll just throw some stuff on it and we'll go. And so this is where, to answer your question. So it's more like a fashion but designer. But bras have been around for years. I mean, they, they, they have, but no one is solving this problem. Years, Think about years. putting all of this weight onto a smaller frame and then trying to hold it up. It's sort of like... A, but that's not um, new. I mean, just a bridge oh, without a really deep. Structure. I'm just wondering if I if I were an investor, I would say to myself, why hasn't anyone attest, uh, uh, yep. attacked this problem? Well, and that's before? what I was going to answer for you. So custom bras or something. So here's what they've been doing, right? If they do try to size up, they take an A bra where yep. it has thin straps, yep. not deep cups, not yep. a lot of support, and they size that thing up. Correct. So they make them bigger and they make them longer and they make them longer. What ends up happening Got is it. that it doesn't meet the basic need of comfort and fit. So then they say, okay, 
I'm going to go look at this marketplace. Women are getting much more obese, right? We all know obesity is yeah. up like crazy, especially disproportionately women of color. Let's go do this and mm. let's go put all of our money in the second biggest market. I yep. am the third biggest market. We, we we are at the bottom of the pyramid. Like they're still trying to solve that. What they cannot do is have a hundred SKUs of inventory per color per bra. There are custom shirts for men and they're for and for mm-hmm. women. Are there custom bras? Yes. Okay. In fact, a company went through Mass Challenge uh, about eight years ago okay. with one. So, in, could I go down to, or could my wife go down to New York or yes. London and go to a custom bra? Absolutely. Or could you do like one of those apps? M Taylor is one of that course. I saw. Yep. And, and how do the, oh, sorry, what and, was And that? then it will, you know, 3D printed. I that, let so, me just tell you, yeah. that business model is disastrous. You mean for, for whether for bras or anything? Yes. Okay. It is. It, and it's been tried. So I'm one of my advisors is a man who started his company doing that. Oh, really? Yeah, well, he would literally yet. hand shape the underwire for the bra mm-hmm. in his basement. So that I mean, doesn't scale. Oh, oh I'm no. sorry. Yeah. So can we no. go back? Can we, we go back to the you're customer? You're serving one cu- customer really well, but you're, you're just never. And do you know you need like 28 measurements to get a custom bra fitted appropriately. I didn't know that, but makes perfect what's sense. The, what's the woman in Brookline do? How many measurements does she do? <laughs> That's just a, it's a bra shop. No, but she's, they, she's they, a pro. She's been around forever. Yeah, so she's the, probably, honestly, she's probably, she's probably doing between two and eight. You're doing band, you're doing cup, you're oh, doing she's torso. Measuring or she just eyeballs it? I eyeball it. But she's, she's probably, she's been around. I the also late, can't the late, measure Yeah, the lady yeah. in Brookline curates a collection. And hires salespeople that and are and trains them, and, and they know how to the deal intimacy. with this consumer. This was right. the intimacy model. After she was on Oprah, she had a six-month wait time for bra fitting. So going, so you can go. Wow. Where where is the nearest custom bra for women shop? Ooh, I don't know, and I'm sure there's some in Boston. No, I'm sure. Listen, you can do them online. You can do these. We'll take measurements of you. We'll do a Skype call. My point is this: that is not a scalable business. Yes, okay. Because you need to be with the consumer. Okay. At, or you need to okay. have the world's greatest app, which, by the way, I looked into like ten years ago. Um, and you need to have millions of measurements, and then you need to go find a way to produce oh, it. Man. And then, you, but with the app, uh, because of this is you know this could be a sensitive uh, mm-hmm. topic. You know, you you look at our friend Susan who exited, where she's well, taking pictures of you know genital areas. Yeah. And, Love you know, app, yeah. oh, I, I think it's, I mean, we were yeah, super sensitive, yeah. but yeah. So you've got that issue. Like nobody, a woman's not going to want to put pictures of her boobs you up know, on the really internet. It's really funny. Like Barely any research, again, no offense guys, but it's a woman's problem. And yeah. it's more sensitive, so barely any research has been done on this topic. Well, it could be. So no, I think no, that, I've looked. I have a, yeah, an advisor yeah. at Northeastern ah. who has literally scrounged the journals and articles looking oh. for women's. Bra well, shopping, breasts, yeah. blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So then I, and I wish Susan were still here for this. So you're both talking about reasonably sensitive topics in a mm-hmm. way. Hers is, you know, general lesions. Yours, you know, are breast size and, 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 and fit and all that and weight. You clearly have no issue just kind of charging in and talking about it. And, and And all that. But is it ever weird? And how do you deal with it? Or do you just kind of say, screw it. This is what I'm doing. I could be selling, you know, Correct. shaving cream. Yes. I could be That's selling, right. you know, I, yeah. secret deodorant. Well, now that you know my background, I believe that you can sell anything. Or you, I think selling is the wrong word. You can support anything and right. bring it to a consumer a if you can there. empathize. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was a yeah, nice yeah. one. Yeah. No, but, but seriously. And so for me, I also have righteousness on my side, right? right? I right. am the consumer. 
I have fit enough women and changed their lives. I don't think you guys, I didn't understand how, how emotional this is. Yeah. When you get a woman who is for the first time in years comfortable, confident, her shape under her clothes yeah. looks better. Yeah. It is like, I have, I can read you a, a note I got from a woman basically in tears. It's life changing. Oh, and I, so I, get it. so Nick, I have you, that on my side, I think, yeah. which is I'm going to change lives. And even though it's not doing curing cancer, well, let me, yeah. it's huge. Well, let, 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 let's go. Mick, what would you say if, if, if definitely not, this is definitely not a fundraising effort, but of what, what sort of. What Everything's sort of, a fundraising yeah, effort. Well, that's <laughs> in the world. <laughs> what what, what do you see be. happening as um, Athena goes out into the market, not the marketplace of investors? What do you see as the sort of pain points? Well, I. Uh, as a as a consumer herself, she understands the pain. I got that. Now, can she convince other people that she can solve their pain? That's right. That's yeah. the big question. Uh, so how big is the market? Yeah. I mean, I she's got the metrics on that. Yeah, the, we the know that. So, large. so, I mean, I think <clears throat> it's, it's a large you know, market, and it's, it's not a one-time Now it gets in. So. That's right. Now it gets into what makes the world go around. That's marketing. That's no, right. no, no, and but so the whole thing is really about marketing, is getting mar the word is out. Is it marketing or is it is the manufacturer side or the, uh, the fabrication side? Oh, it'll be problems in every area. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. we've already had a failure on that. I mean, yeah. here's the great news. I surround myself with, uh, I collect people is yep. what I call it. So I have collected um, advisors throughout my career. So like the dean of my business school is an advisor. Does he know anything about bras? No. But is he the world's greatest networker? Yeah. yeah. Does he love me? Yeah. So he can, oh, you should meet the CEO of Paychecks. And I'm going to do all these people, right? Um, I have, like, a, I was telling you guys, I worked for startups. One of my startup founders has been extremely successful. And I remember I, I was leaving there. I was his CMO and his head of innovation, R&D. Cool. And he was like, hey, I'm going to make you a millionaire. Like, my goal now that I'm a millionaire is to make 20 millionaires. You're, you're going to be the first. How are we going to do this? Okay. So I have really great support in all these areas. One of the people I was talking to yesterday is my advisor who owns a private label company out in L.A. Um, I used to own an agency on the side. We produced a product. We basically took a product that she bought a technology and we branded it. We launched it nationwide in Petco October 2016. Um, Another pet product. No, seriously, I, yeah. but I've never worked in pet, and I, I launched a pet product. Um, we did the branding, yeah, the trademarking, right. the marketing, everything for it. It just won top vendor award at Petco good. this wow. year. Good. I was talking to her yesterday because guess what she does? She does manufacturing because she's a private label company. Guess where she does manufacturing? China. Yeah. So not only do I have resources now to go over to China, I have someone to go with me who knows okay. the ropes, who knows how to do it, and who wants to help me out through yeah. there. She's Very also important. my consumer, yeah. by the way, happens to work out Doesn't through hurt. augmentation. Yeah. She wants the product. Well, she's and now, in L.A., right? Yep, and now she wants to invest. <laughs> but but it's a really interesting yeah. thing about how um, you just collect people that, that not only believe in what you're doing, um, but then you ask them to help and how they want to but help. Du but dudes have been doing the networking thing for years, so... Right. Um, yeah. Okay, but mine's I, a little tougher. Yeah, I no, want to no get doubt, but, I want to get but, up close and personal uh -oh. right now. Uh oh, what led you to go to metal or straws that are not disposable? This oh, for me, that. <laughs> because sorry. I felt terrible. I drink more. I, so one of my things two years ago, um, one of my New Year's resolutions was I was like a camel, and so I was I'm going to drink more water. And I started drinking more water. I got into high intensity interval yeah, training, which I do now. Um, I got real, I was constantly dehydrated. My doctors just said drink more water. So I got up to like two gallons a day and was still dehydrated. Which is 14 straws if they're plastic. You got it. Yeah. And then I'm throwing everything out. And so I finally got this thing called the Yeti. And it 
is so much better if you, when you clean this thing every day, to just clean the straw as well. They're durable and oh, by the way, it makes you drink more water because it's sort of fun. I know it sounds stupid, oh. but it's not like a weird plastic thing that breaks. No. So we are gonna, I, I drink in my coffee out of Yeti every morning. In post-production, we are now <laughs> queuing up the music. So this means it's time to ask you yeah. to comment on... More failures. Failure. Well, I don't know. It's a failure of the podcast. Yeah. So the, maybe the way to do it is... Or avoiding failure. Yeah, no, I think that's the way to I'd do like it. Because Susan had a good failure. approach. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So give us a final word on failure. So I went in... Uh, let me give you a little story. Yeah. I went into business school stories. directly from undergrad. Yeah. Um, because I didn't know any better. I literally... Yeah. I had heard about business school. I was like, I'm not getting out of here as a marketer and making $30,000 a year. So I walked into the business school and I said, I want to go here. And they said, you got to apply and the deadline's Friday and you got to take a GMAT. And I said, I don't know what that is, but I'll take it and I'll see you on Friday. I walked, I'm not kidding. <laughs> this was a Monday. I walked in on Wednesday, took my GMAT, filled out my application, got all my stuff, walked in on Friday, handed it over. I think I was 21 and said, Hey, I want to go to business school here. And they were like, okay. Uh, got into business school um, and said, okay, I'm going to be in brand management because they, they basically run the company, right? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's the line yeah. to CEO. And then I'll go and be an entrepreneur. Did that, got into P&G, and I, I'm not kidding you, I probably made every major mistake you can make. Whether it's not asking for certain things in a contract and getting screwed by a supplier. Whether it's um, not having the politics under my belt. I mean, I was 24 when I moved to Cincinnati and started at p and I didn't know what I was doing. And that's that's like the machine. You go you, into it's the, the machine. machine there. That's right. Um, I, I hard to wasn't get in, prepared hard to for get out. a meeting or <laughs> right. didn't have the right documentation or didn't cross my T's and dot my I's. Right. Here's what I learned at P&G. Yep. No one cares about whose fault it is when you're in brand management. All they care about is that you fix it. Huh. So when you are the one standing in front of your general manager and your line in Greensboro, North Carolina goes down and you don't work in operations, no one cares. What are you doing to fix it? Who have you talked to to fix it? What's the team you put together to fix it? When are we getting product out the door? You own the P&L, you get the product out the door. Great learning for me. What that shaped me to do is to make tons of mistakes and yet never make them again. Oh, I see. So that's, I that's got fair. to VP, that's I got fair. to executive level in that's my fair. late 20s, not because I'm smarter than anybody else, but because yeah. I screwed up once and I will never screw up the same time again. So, you, so for you, failure how avoidance you, how, was how fast recovery. How could you recovery. leave P&G? It's such yeah, a great correct. company, and they really tie in with their stock options and things. You know what? I wanted to work for a company that – P&G is great. Don't get me wrong. But I wanted to work – I left with uh, no clothes – well, barely any clothes. Um, my house intact with all my furniture, packed up my car, drove from Cincinnati to Boston to work for a startup, uh, a mission-oriented based startup who is going to unjunk candy in America and and take on the obesity problem. The founder is a billionaire and pitched me this beautiful vision and I was like, if I'm going to work, I want to work at something that's actually gonna help change lives for the better. Not that PG doesn't do that, but you essentially turn into one cog in this right. huge wheel. Whatever happened to that company, final word, what happened to the company? Still around. Cool, what is it? Uh, it's called Unreal. They're, they've gone through some challenges. Uh, um, they're back in business. They're cool. not. They're they, yeah. How's the food? How's the? It was a great product. Really? It was fan. It, it was like, but like every startup, what kills you is not usually your product. What kills you is your organizational uh, structure. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah. It's your team. Oh. Well, thank you. Thank yeah. you very much. Thanks. Thanks. That was terrific. Yeah. Very well, interesting.